Hi everyone, welcome to Murders in Paradise. I am Jen, joined as always by JR Dad. Good evening. We are also joined by a very rambunctious Hopper T dog who wants to tug it and is growling and yeah. potentially going to squeak, so be prepared for the sounds. We're trying to deflect and divert. How's everything going, JR Dad? You know, pretty good. Anything you want to talk about before we get into <laughs> murder this week? I don't think anything can match murder. No, that's true. All right, so this week... So I guess it's going to be murder and not some kind of attempted murder. Or 100% like murder this burglary week. Burglary that, that faking in, the death ended in like injury. Mm-mm. I'm just saying, I, I just need to adjust my emotional <laughs> capacity. I have no problem with not spoiler alert. There's murder this ah, week. Okay. So uh, when I was down in the Keys, I think you had come back. So it was July. Mm-hmm. And you spent a couple months down there, a couple weeks down there with me. And then I came, I stayed and you came back. Yep to dc and uh so i was down there by myself at some point i was like somebody has to have written about true crime in the keys like it can't just be me in the newspapers it's close but (laughs) terry schmidt who has uh written for uh the key west citizen which is where i actually get a lot of our stories now it's a newspaper in key west nice he published this slim little volume called true crime stories of key west and the florida keys and I was like, must buy this book. Terry, it's, you've done a lot of the groundwork. Thank you. Yes, it's an older book. And that's the thing that I have a hard time finding is stories of murders in the Keys, like from before, like the last five years, because like all the newspapers have moved online. So it's easy to find stuff in that time frame. But stuff even from like 2005, which isn't that long ago, is hard to find because all that stuff isn't online. So this book is older than that i want to say it's from the early 2000s well it's in paper it is made out of paper they didn't have that anymore that's true uh (laughs) 2006 is when this is from and so it talks about some older crimes some way older uh which is great so it has given me a whole bunch of like additional material for us to give another shout out terry schmidt terry schmidt's book true crime stories of key west and the florida keys i will link to it on amazon in the description deserve it yeah, it's it's well written. I mean, the guy's a journalist. He wrote for the paper, so I think he covered some of these stories. I mean, this one we're going to do this week is really old, um, but he covered some of them. And but it's uh, an excellent book. The back cover says, "Freeze! You have the right to remain silent," it sure does. which is awesomely dramatic and accurate. It's like got red cover with like red palm trees and like italics font <laughs> and then it has like a red sh- or i'm sorry a yellow stripe like uh, like police line tape except it says stories of qs and the florida keys there's a magnifying glass there's blood so spatter I, I know enough about <laughs> publishing to know it probably wasn't all terry schmidt's idea but it's very well executed and it's yeah it's very good so this week we are using one of terry smidge terry schmidt's stories from the true crime book the murder of Clarence Till, walking a beat in the rough days of Key West's past could be risky. An officer could even get killed. That's how it opens. Uh, so I have a picture of Clarence K. Till. Spoiler alert. He's our victim this week. <laughs> um, I'm Thanks for orienting myself. I don't have to get too familiar with him. I mean, the title is The Murder of Clarence Till. <laughs> so uh, I'll put his picture up on, uh, on the Instagram. Uh, as a reminder, you can follow us on Twitter at Murders Paradise or Instagram Murders in Paradise. And I post most weeks pictures of stuff relating to the stories from the week. Would you say you post as much here as you do of mailboxes? It's about as frequent as the mailboxes. I post one mailbox a week. I would love to post a mailbox every day, but I don't have enough pictures. There may not be enough 
cool Maybach mailboxes. The thing is, like when we were down, so I have this Instagram account called Keys Mailboxes, which you all should follow. And it's pictures <laughs> of cool mailboxes in the Florida Keys because people have crazy mailboxes. We have a manatee yeah. mailbox. There's some topless ones. Yeah, there's a topless mermaid. There's Usually there's mermaids, fair enough. Mostly Manatees, mermaids. Also topless. Yeah, dolphins, topless. Mm. Uh, I mean, all the animals are topless. Yeah. <laughs> Seahorse. Uh, but people have very creative mailboxes in the Keys. And so I, when we were down there in July, when I would go for a run, I would kind of go in a different key every day just so I could take pictures of mailboxes. So I covered a lot of the lower keys, but Isla Mirada, like the upper keys, which are much more densely populated, when I was leaving and I was driving out, sitting in traffic, there are some awesome mailboxes uh, there. Fancy, fancy mailboxes. Yeah. So when we go back down, I'm going to have to, we're going to have to stop like on Isla Mirada so I can like drive the neighborhoods and take some mailbox pictures. Do some research. Yes. Um, so yes, yes. I post there once a week just because I've got about like 50 mailboxes in my current catalog and I don't want to run out and then be <laughs> like, well, that's all the interesting mailboxes <laughs> in the Florida Keys. I have cataloged every one of them and these are them. Yeah. So some of them are just like regular looking mailboxes that people have painted with like island scenes. But a lot of them are like the mailbox itself is a flamingo or a manatee or a mermaid or something. And so. both are valid. The, the island scenes are beautiful sometimes. Yep. Yep. So... Uh, next week, I think we're going to do a painted mailbox with an island scene. Nice. This week was a pelican. Nice. The like mailbox was a pelican. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but yes, this podcast is supposed to come out every week, and we just seem to get busy every other week. So maybe this is like a bi-weekly podcast. Well, and not that many people are getting killed. You know, that's probably good, too. It's true. There's not that many murders down there. There's not that many people down there. Eh. I think 75,000 people in the Keys. A lot more people died diving than get murdered, which if is probably had, a like, good ratio. If we had like snorkeling and diving deaths in the Keys, we'd have to do like twice weekly episodes because people die all the time when they're snorkeling uh, I get, I get a lot or diving. I theories about that, but, but this is not that. Maybe we'll do an episode of like, like in December, we'll do like a 2019 diving deaths. I'm going to put my foot down and say no more podcasts. And we're not doing another podcast about diving I meant deaths. an episode of this one. Like an well, episode sure. of Murders in Paradise that's actually just accidental slash sure. you had heart attack diving deaths. Just to give a picture of how many there are because there's a ton. So like nature would be the murderer. Yeah, well, I mean, we did that hurricane. Yeah, I guess you've, the door is wide open to yeah. non-murder deaths. Speaking of which... We are, I'd like to document for the record, we're actively awaiting more news of hur Hurricane Dorian. I think technically Tropical Storm Dorian now that's going to evolve to a hurricane. If it were to continue on its current path, might hit the keys. Looks like from today's models, it might be turning north. But we're awaiting to see if we need to fly down at the end of this week to put the hurricane shutters on our house down there. Yeah. Because we're I up in D.C. now. I still think it was a missed opportunity not to call it Damien, like the Omen kid. But, I know. You know, I'm sure Dorian is fine. Hopefully it just spins out into the Atlantic and doesn't harm anybody. Yeah. We'll see. That'd be good. Um, so anyway, all right. This week we're doing the murder of Re Clarence Till. Refocusing. Yes. Uh, this is an old one. So, uh, so the Florida Keys, they were founded in the 1800s. It was... I mean, Florida Keys. Key West, right? Um, we talked about the history of the Keys when we did the podcast about the hurricane. And up until the Overseas Railroad was finished, 
there was just a bunch of islands and you could boat between them. But Key West was founded in the 1800s and it was sort of like a fishing slash trading post. It was between New Orleans and Havana. And so people would stop there. They did a lot of sponge fishing, um, cigar factories because people would bring the tobacco up from Cuba. They would make cigars there. And fishing, fishing. And fishing, fishing. Yeah. Key West pink shrimp, still a big thing. Lots of just like conks they pink would fish at. gold yeah so uh so that was a thing and it was a sort of isolated place but the population was close to what it is now it, the population has been about twenty-five thousand in key west for a very long time um and then in the civil war like we mentioned before even though key west is in florida which was a confederate state uh the union held key west they had a base a military base there and it was under union control for ever uh, so it was American before the Civil War. It was American and not Confederate during the Civil War. And it was American after the Civil War until we seceded in the 80s and became the Congress <laughs> Republic. So good. Um, which we'll talk about on some other episode. Uh, still operating as part of the United States, but we do have our own flags. But that by say, consent, not by decree. That's right. Uh, the Congress Republic flag. So quick allusion to a story <laughs> that will fully t- we should do a full episode on the conch republic uh, in the 80s they were so worried about drugs coming in through the florida keys that they put and i think immigrants and immigrants too yeah they put uh basically an immigration slash security checkpoint at the end of the florida keys going into mainland florida essentially like you were crossing an international border like canada or mexico yeah even though you were just in florida coming to the rest of florida and of course so you have to wait like hours to get through that. And so people who are like, I'll drive the two and a half hours, three hours down to Key West. Suddenly that becomes an all day proposition. Um, it was very interesting because it started a bunch of airlines doing flights down to Key West that hadn't been doing it before. But Key West was so pissed off about it. They're like, if you're going to treat us like a foreign country, we'll be a foreign country. And they seceded from the union. Does the Conch Republic. The Conch Republic. Uh, our, outside our house in Maryland, when we're not down in the Keys, we fly a Conch Republic flag. But they had an ambassador. They had a secretary of state. Yes, we have Conch Republic uh, diplomat passports, me and GR dad. Never know. And the flag has a big conch on it. And it says, we seceded where others failed. <laughs> and it's it's really a thing down there. I mean, tons of people fly the Conch Republic flags and have, the, I have a sticker on my car and have the passports. It's, and, it uh, is a lot less like the U.S. Than, than some other even foreign countries. Yeah, no, that's true. And there's a story of some guy who I think was in Venezuela, somewhere in Latin America, where he there was help, like... He got kidnapped, right? He got kidnapped by, I think, some drug cartel or rebel group. And they were going to hold him because he was American. And he's like, no, no, I'm from La Republica Conca. <laughs> and pulls out his Conca Republic passport, which you can get online for like 150 bucks. And uh, and they believed it. People have traveled internationally on Conca Republic passports, which are absolutely not up to modern standards. They don't have a bi- microchip. No, they don't have the little scanny thing that you can do. I think uh, that and a $20 bill will get you into a lot of countries. A lot of undeveloped countries. Well, I don't want to oh judge, God, but fine. a lot of countries that don't... I'm not going to call them third world. Underdeveloped countries, countries. that don't have the biometric passports. Let's yeah. put it that way. <laughs> uh, so we both have them. Maybe I'll, I'll try to remember to put one, to put a picture of mine up with 
important information blanked out just so you can kind you can of get see what one it in the mail like. yeah you can you have to fill out a form it does have to be notarized which is like the one yeah, thing it's like a borderline tourist attraction and kind of cool thing yeah it's very cool so yeah, yeah. we have these diplomat passports that we carry around uh so when we travel internationally it's like we both have our u.s <laughs> passports our conch republic passports we both have united nations passports because we both work yours through. is expired <laughs> mine's expired but whatever i mean i never show it to anybody but you pull it out and you've got it UNLP, a United Nations laissez-passer, which basically is like a diplomat passport for the UN. Um, I just have it in my bag because people don't need to look at it to let me in. They can just see the light blue cover of it and be like, oh, crap. And then Jared also has a German passport. So we, we're kind of like spies. We have a box of documents. It's weird, yeah. It is weird. Okay, so uh, that's all to say Key West was founded, uh, became relatively well-populated, uh, Civil War happened, and after the Civil War, more people started coming, you know, seeing opportunities and stuff, and building it up. Um, so it's a pretty small island, but it had room for building. And so we're looking at March 7th, 1904. 1904. Yep. So this is an oldie. Uh, I've got a few old ones Pre laying around. World War One, even. Like the Quite. good old days. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so, yes, March 7th, 1904. Um, so a Key West policeman, Clarence Till, he had been a soldier. He arrived in Key West during the Spanish-American War, mm. which is super interesting. 1890s, right? Late 1890s? Or yep, yep, that's right. So he is at this point in 1904, a policeman in Key West. He gets a call saying that there's a drunken disturbance at a downtown coffee shop. Coffee shop. Coffee shop, in quotes. <laughs> Bar, basically. I wish it had said which one, because a lot of those bars are still around. Yeah. That have just been around forever. Um, so it seems like the owner was the one who called it in. He said the men involved in the fracas <laughs> had <laughs> broken a window, um, and the scene was getting uglier by the minute when he arrived and started asking questions. So he was 31 at the time, Key West policeman. So he shows up. And there's this guy, Herbert Dutchy Melbourne. His nickname is Dutchy? Dutchy, yep. Mm -hmm. Dutchy in quotes. He's 24. Um, he's from a prominent Key West family, mm -hmm. i.e. rich Key West family. Yeah. And he's like, look, I'm the one who broke the window. Sorry. And Till's like, I'm glad you apologized. You're under arrest. He's like, fuck no. <laughs> so, <laughs> Not me. Yep. So he starts fighting. And uh, resisting arrest, if we were on cops, they'd be like, stop resisting, stop, stop resisting. resisting. Yeah, they'd have tasers now. They didn't have tasers then. No, they didn't. And so uh, Melbourne starts beating up Till, punching him with his fists. Uh. And then the whole crowd, all of them are drunk, who are at this coffee shop, i.e. bar. <laughs> they start beating Till up too. Oh, no. Somebody grabbed his gun. Somebody cut him on his forehead, trying to scalp him. What a poor guy i mean what yeah a so he's just a cop mom. who shows up to stop a bar fight oh. and then the bar's like no fuck you and I'd then say, i'd say the tables have turned and now key west community is generally supportive of police officers i'd say the i think that's right most yeah. of the guys would be beating up melbourne on alongside the cop these days i want to believe that yeah so uh so yeah they're trying to scalp him somebody takes his gun he manages to escape oh but so. badly Bad. yes he's clearly like Poor real guy. bloody yeah. um the article here or the chapter from terry smith's two crime says 
Somehow Till managed to escape the bloodthirsty mob. He goes to the mayor's house and he's like, Mayor Benjamin Douglas, Benjamin Douglas Trevor, sup? sup. Uh, These guys have tried to kill me. And the mayor's like, that's some bullshit. And they're they're like, let's go get him. So the mayor gets his gun. The mayor mayor gets his gun out. (laughs) He gives another gun to Till. And uh, yeah. And so they're like, we're going to go back to the coffee shop. We're going to arrest these guys who assaulted you, but they never make it back to the coffee shop. They didn't have backup the way they would have today. No, they basically had each other. Oh, no. Uh, And so Dutchie, Melbourne, of the rich parents, basically. Yeah, Richie McDutchie. He apparently was so pissed off that he had hidden out along the route between the mayor's house and the bar. What a coward. Yep. And he sees uh, Clarence Till coming. And the mayor. And the mayor. And he shoots Till dead. Shoots him and he falls to the ground. Unbelievable. Yeah. And then Melbourne walks up to him, to his body laying on the ground, and shoots him more. Where is the mayor? The mayor's standing right there. Mayor. Looks at the mayor and says, Melbourne says, this is an old grudge. I don't know why. What did the mayor do? Wussed out. Yeah. Um, No, the mayor returned fire. Oh, good. Yeah. Hit Melbourne in the arm. Whereupon, Melbourne fled the scene. Oh, keep shooting, dude. Yeah. Don't just go with the arm hit. So he runs to his mom's house. No, no, mom. Mommy shot me, mom. My diaper is full now. Uh, So they find him at his mom's house the next day and uh, and arrest him. Uh, So both the Monroe County Sheriff and Key West Police are there. They take him to the county jail. On the way to the jail... He tells officers that he regrets not shooting the mayor as well oh. as, the, as Clarence Till, the police officer. The real test of law and order. Yeah. Uh, it's very interesting how the law and order plays out here. Okay. So the next day. I'm not going to like it with that intro. Go ahead. Yeah. So the next day, they convene a coroner's jury, which is interesting. My dad once served on a coroner's jury. Huh. When he got called for jury duty. And there you basically look at deaths and you determine the coroner's like, I think this was a murder. I think this was a suicide. And the coroner's jury like looks at the evidence and decides what happened. So the coroner's jury is convened. And there's five days of testimony. That concludes on March 13th. Five days he was shot by a bullet. This is like the next day, right? So who knows? They're calling all the bar guys and everybody... Um, For cause of death, though? (laughs) Well, I think they're trying to figure out who's responsible. Mm. So they say, okay, Melbourne is responsible. He killed this guy. But also three other guys, their names are Will Cash, Arthur Shepard, and George Roberts. They also took place and should be charged. So I presume these are the guys who, like, tried to scalp him and took his gun and beat him up when he was in the coffee shop. He was killed because he was shot dead. Yeah. Um, So that's in March that they do that. And in May... A grand jury indicts Melbourne, the mama's boy, rich boy, for murder. His trial date is set for November 23rd of 1904. Okay, so there is a trial. He has an attorney, and he basically just sits there staring straight ahead. He's found guilty of first-degree murder. He's sentenced to hang. Thank you, jury. Yeah, we will eventually. Go ahead. That's good that the jury was unbought. Yes, they, they don't care. By his mom. We will eventually. I have on deck the story of the last hanging in Key West. So we'll do that old one, which was not long after this. Okay, Okay, so that's November of 1904. 
In June of 1905, his conviction's overturned. Ugh. And he's released on bail until his retrial. Finally, in 1907... What, by a, a Florida appellate court that was with his mom? Potentially. It doesn't have any details on that. Um. Uh, but he's retried in November of 1907. He's found guilty of manslaughter. How long do you think he gets? Time served. One year. Oh. One year in Monroe County Jail for killing this guy, for yeah. shooting this dude, this cop, dude. shooting a cop in cold blood. Manslaughter. One All bets are year. off with manslaughter. It's like a... Man. It's like nothing. Okay, so he's got to serve one year in county jail. While he's in the county jail, he works as convict labor for the Key West Fire Department. And while he was doing that, he made a gang with some other... <sighs> workers from the jail and they did like robberies they burned down the old cortez cigar factory in 1908 like mayhem and foolishness from this like criminal gang operating out of the monroe county jail for that one year he was there so all right he gets one year for killing police officer clarence till wow while he's serving his one year he has this gang that's like robbing stuff and setting shit on fire (laughs) <laughs> and so then he and all of his people get arrested and sentenced for those crimes and they get 13 years in jail good in prison good. 13 years in prison so he gets a year for killing the guy he gets 13 years in for burning prison. some shit yeah. yeah in state prison um he escaped in 2000 in uh 1909 Ugh. all right so 1908 he's basically serving his year in prison it's gonna basically be the entirety of 1908 uh then he commits these crimes while he's doing that Gets sent to prison. His mom gets him out. Oh, we're we're getting there. She the mom's coming back. Him out. <laughs> so yes, he escapes in October of 1909. He flees to Southwest Florida, like up on the mainland. Starts working on a farm, and they're like, "Well, his family's really well connected. They probably paid somebody off, so it's fine. We're not gonna <laughs> track him down. They just let him go. Uh, they're like, we're not gonna bother." That poor deputy or sheriff deputy sheriff that got killed yes key west police officer clarence till okay but there is a happy for us a just ending an alligator ate him close uh so in 1909 that's when he flees and goes to southwest florida less than a year later it says his luck finally ran out he was murdered by a farm owner who had a habit of killing his employees at the end of the harvest so he didn't have to pay them for their (laughs) labor (laughs) oh that's worse that is greater evil. Yep. So it says his tale was dramatized in famed wilderness writer Peter Matheson's quasi-historical 1990 novel *Killing Mr. Watson*. Mm-hmm. So Good there job. you go. Killing Mr. Watson. Here's a here's a little little fact at the end of the chapter. All right. Uh, so this is directly from Terry Schmidt's *True Crime*. Not long after the shooting of Officer Clarence Till, the Key West City Council took up a collection for his widow and on July 3rd, 1904, presented her with a deed to a wooden conch house, which is like, it's, it would be like the equivalent of like a shotgun house in New Orleans, like a super classic house in the place. So a conch house, these are like made out of shells and like coral hurricanes, not going to knock them down. It's like what you'd make a brick house out of in the Keys, like coral rocks. So they presented her with a deed to a wooden conch house at 2115 Newton Street. Today, Till's name is inscribed on the west wall on the National Law Enforcement Memorial in Washington, D.C. There you go. So we could go I've check it out. I walked by there. It's got the 
the really sad baby lions. Well, it's on West Wall Panel 35, line 20. So if you're by there tomorrow after work, take a picture and we'll it's post it on Instagram. It's a very sad monument if anyone's ever in D.C. It is. It is totally worth a visit. Um, but, yeah, very, very sad because it's all fallen police officers. There you go. That is the murder of Clarence Till, courtesy of Terry Schmidt's True Crime Stories of Key West and the Florida Keys. Man, it's kind of depressing. It's a, it's a sad one, but, hey. The guy got it at the end by the by the farmer who's like, I don't want to pay you. So he just shoots him. It is karma, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's so, I mean, it shows, you know, I talk to people about the Keys and living in the Keys and what it's like and how I feel like it's kind of like Alaska where you get a lot of people coming there who are like a little bit weird and a little bit off because it's just so isolated, right? And Alaska's like that too. Like you're just so isolated that you can be kind of a weird person who doesn't fit in anywhere else and be there um but florida's kind of all like that and the keys are especially like that and uh not that this kind of thing would happen now i mean there's like proper law enforcement and whatnot down there but Mostly. yeah i mean weird stuff happens there yeah it's not just not just like the kooky stuff that you hear in the florida man stories yeah. but like we- it's weird is more tolerated for sure yeah yeah so there you go. Uh, you ready for a dog palate cleanser? Yeah. All right. So this, of course, comes from the Dodo, <laughs> which is our normal source of this stuff. Strong. That's we occasionally strong. go out, but they basically collect good dog stories. All right. So uh, so this is about a dog, and he has been like a really good dog. He's a German Shepherd. He's well-behaved, and his family suddenly starts noticing that stuff is disappearing from the counters. His name is Ivar, the dog. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hmm. So they set up a camera, no, a motion Ivar, detector camera, and they put some beef oh, jerky no. on the counter. So Ivar's like, going to eat myself some beef <laughs> jerky in the middle of the day. And he gets up there, and uh, they've got the camera. And so the motion detector's up there. And we, of course, have some of these cameras in our house in the Keys and our house here. Like when we're not at one yeah, house, yeah. we've got these set up. And you can talk through them. And so Ivar's up there on the counter. Whoa, he's got his paws up there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and they turn on the speaker and they're like, Ivar, no. And he's like, what? What's going on? <laughs> Where are they? I saw them leave. I hear a voice. I hear a voice. I saw them leave. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, Nice work, Ivar. Yep. They caught him. Uh, <laughs> and it says, so you'd think that like once Ivar heard the like voice of God coming through that he'd stop stealing the trees. But they said, nope, the mystery, quote unquote, mystery thief struck again because the dad was home. And so the cameras were off. <laughs> yet two whole bags of jerky disappeared off two the counter. <laughs> These weren't bait jerky. These were just jerky. Those are just like they left the jerky <laughs> on the counter. And Ivar's like, well, they're home now. The camera's off. I, I was it. like, they keep that nasty voice away, so I'm going to eat that. Yep. <laughs> Two so. bags is hard to resist, I got to admit. Oh, my God, totally. You overbaited. So good job, Ivar, getting your jerky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything to add before we sign off to your dad? No, I'm, I'm glad that keys are better now. And I think, as I said, I think the respect for law enforcement is way up. I think pretty much all the world is better off than it was in 1904. And I think even in the Keys, if you get like caught by the cops, you're kind of like, eh, you caught me. I know, yeah. I did it. <laughs> a lot of these like reported cases of undersized snappers and <laughs> excessive yeah. lobsters, the guys are like, 
Yeah, I didn't really have a license for that. <laughs> it's fine. Sorry. Yeah. You going to give me a fine or do we have to go to Stock Island? No, I think the idea of like scalping a police officer is so Yes, that would far not happen outside now. of Thank goodness, so far yes. outside the realm. Totally agree. All right, well, until next week, don't conk out. Yeah. Bye. Have fun. Bye. <laughs>